<laughs> Wait, say that again. It began with the forging of the ring. <laughs> okay, so this is our intro. We are going. This is, if you haven't noticed already, my lovely wife. Hi, Aubria. Hello, Neil. I'm so excited to have you back on the show. I always enjoy <laughs> sitting next to my husband and having time to talk with him. <laughs> that's a rarity recently, so. Yeah, we're kind of like ships in the night lately, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, that's been our theme song recently. Matt Kearney. Really good song. Really good song. And there's some jiggling going on there. Sorry, so hopefully that's that was okay. me. Well, hey, well, this is an exciting episode. So we're going to do a few things. First off, we are going to be talking about play theory and just going big in life. Is that a good thing? Going for it. Yeah. yeah. Just going for it. I feel like we're just going for it right now. And we have been relying on play theory for survival. Yes. <laughs> I, that's fair to say, right? Yes. And so <laughs> I just wanted to have Aubrey on to just chat uh, about all of these amazing applications of play theory, because I think they're really relatable as well. Uh, life's been absolutely crazy for us. There's been so much change, and uh, I just think it's really relatable. So that's one reason we have her on today. Um, the other thing that's unique about today's episode is we are going to be living play theory as we record it, which means we are not going to go in, in post-production and clean up anything. This is 100% raw conversation. So we're not going to edit anything. This is it. This is what you're getting today. So uh, it's a very unique episode. And uh, next week, we're going to go back into our original format. But we thought this would be fun to kind of shake it up. So, Aubrey, welcome to the show. Thank you for welcoming me, husband. Neil. <laughs> and, and by the way, we haven't scripted anything. We're, this is no. just an authentic conversation. So hopefully that's okay. And we're only going to go for 15 minutes. That's all the time we're giving ourselves. So um, we've already got it going. And uh, let's just dive in. That was the water splashing. <laughs> this sounded a little cosmic too. Like you're maybe going into space. <laughs> it was a cosmic splash of that was awesome okay and everything's getting left in oh this is beautiful so where's a good place to start i think a good place to start i've mentioned this a few times on the podcast so it's no it's nothing new but obviously you are in culinary school i am i just started a new job you did at the same time <laughs> and simultaneously the third thing that i don't know i've mentioned this as much is that we are working on opening a cottage food bakery. Yes. So not only did I start a new job and go back into HR and you went to school and all of the craziness that entails, we are now building a brand new business in something that we've not done before. So yeah. there's and, a lot. And we on. already are, are like have a client lined up. So like we're needing to get it going. First bread pun of the show. We're needing. Oh, needing. <laughs> She's so funny. She didn't even realize. I didn't even her know. subconscious is coming up with the bread puns. Let's see how many of those we can slip into the episode. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry to distract you, but yes, we are feeling the pressure. Yes. From all sides. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it's it's just so fun. The first question that I think would be fun to explore is when these big changes are happening. How have we applied play theory to just survive? Because, and when I say survive, I mean literally 
you're going to school. I have to get off work a little early and be home by four so that you can immediately head to school mm-hmm. and you're getting back at 11 p.m. at the earliest. Yeah. I'm doing the daddy daycare into the night, getting mm-hmm. kids down, which has been actually a lot of fun. And we'll yeah. talk more about that in a minute. But then you're literally getting home exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and then our kids enjoy waking up bright and early at 5 a.m. Yeah. That's been, I'd say that's the average time they're waking up is, yes. is around 5 a.m., which is terrible because you're exhausted from school. Yeah. And so then, anyway, I'm, I, we're trying to paint a picture here of what our life looks like right mm-hmm. now so that we can dive into the principle and how we're surviving. But yeah. but it's, it's chaotic. It is. <laughs> and we're, we've been tired and exhausted. And Neil's getting ready to climb Mount Washington. Yep. <laughs> I'm doing a trip in like two weeks, less than that now, to hike this big mountain with my brother. And so there, there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of pressure. Yes. How are we using play theory? How are you using play theory to to survive? And I, I'm going to throw the word thrive in there as well, because there are days where it feels like survival. Yeah. <laughs> Most days feel like survival, but we're, we're making it work and we're thriving. So yeah. anyway, Thanks, take Lo. it away. How am I using play theory? Well, I think... I would say be present and accept and build are the most often used principles Mm. for me right now. I've been trying to do more mindfulness. So we got an app. What's it called? The the mindfulness app. Tony Overbay always talks about Headspace. Headspace. There we go. So we got Headspace. So I've been trying to use that a little bit more and just trying to, just trying to like, Feel where my feet are. Oh, just like your oh. episode a few weeks ago with Jason Ress. Um, Good callback. <laughs> Uncle Jason. Uncle Jason. Um, so that's been very, that's been one helpful thing when I'm starting to feel stressed and overwhelmed. Feel where my feet are and just like take some deep breaths. But then accept and build. Like the situation we have right now is is what we have. It's what we got. You know what I mean? So just trying to like figure out what is the next right thing that I can do in this moment rather than trying to eat the whole elephant in one bite, right? So tell However me that saying goes. Tell me this, love, because there's with accept and build, that's a two-part principle. Yes. There's the acceptance piece. When you are struggling to accept the chaos mm-hmm. that we've inflicted upon ourselves. Yes. What do you do? What what shift do you make to accept it? That's a good question. So I was analyzing this with motherhood today because I find that there are moments where I like so enjoy my children's requests. You know what I mean? Like I love accepting and building on what they're offering me. And then there are times where I want to just shut it down and be like, no, give me space, not right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I was trying to I was trying to analyze, like, what's the difference? Like, why do I love that sometimes? <laughs> and then why are there other times where it makes me feel super grumpy? And I think it, it partially comes down to being present and being flexible. Like, when I have an agenda that I'm, like, rigidly focused on, like... I really want to bake this thing right now because I've been playing with my kids already. So in my head, that need has been filled. Mm -hmm. Now I can move to this thing. And I'm like rigidly focused on that. Then 
when they come to me and I'm rigid, then it feels like a nuisance to respond to them. But when I'm able to stay in a more flexible mindset and like have a looser hold on these things I'm wanting to get done or a more flexible hold on it, like I can get it done when they go to bed or I'll get it done in a minute or let me make sure that their need is met like they have their snacks and they have the entertainment they need to play and whatever so that way I can really get focused because sometimes I'm too eager to jump into something and then I ignore like oh I forgot their 10 a.m snack or whatever and so then I'm annoyed that they're bothering me but then it's like oh yeah okay so I want to explore this with (laughs) you because I, I had a thought actually as you were sharing that that I have been experiencing as well um I think let go and play, and this is why the principles, they're all interwoven. Yes. And they're, they're, they are sequential. I think in order to accept and build, there has to be let go and play. Oh, I just bumped the mic too. Mm-hmm. There has to be let go and play first. Yeah. And, and so my question in my mind is what are the things that we have to let go of when we're struggling to accept the, mm-hmm. the environment mm-hmm. and build on it? What are we needing to let go of? And I'm just going to jump in because I've had that a few times where, uh, you know, I went from full-blown entrepreneur mode Mm -hmm. to now I'm working, you know, 40 hours a week for another organization. And I am an entrepreneur at heart and that flame burns so brightly in me. And there have been a few moments where I've gotten invited to a networking thing or somebody wants to meet up. And before I had the flexibility to just do whatever I wanted, whenever yeah. I wanted. Yeah. And now I don't. And so every now and then there's there's a little bit of resistance mm-hmm. to accept this new situation we're in. And what I have been letting go of in order to play the game of life and accept and build on the situation is that that vision of of what I had yes, in order to think and focus on what we can have for this unique season of life. Mm-hmm. And so, whereas before, the freedom was what we had. We had yes. so much freedom. Yes. There wasn't a lot of stability, though. Yes. And so, when I can let go of what we had... And, and focus on what we're building, yes. which is stability, which is, you know, we're, we're able to put away money now that mm-hmm. I have this steady paycheck coming in. We can plan better mm-hmm. and budget better. But then also, like on Monday is a paid holiday. I remember when I when I shared that with you for the first, I was like, hey, we have a paid holiday on Monday. And it was like this weird realization, like, wow, paid, like I don't have to work. And I'm getting paid. Like we can, you know, like, and, and so when I can let go of, of of the past and then just really focus and get excited about the change yes. and, and knowing also that it's, it's everything's so temporary, you know, yeah. like, like remove the high stakes. Like if it really, if there's something that's not working a year from now, it can all be different. Yes. So anyway, that, I just want to throw that in there, but I'm, now I'll yeah, ask so you. Focusing, oh, sorry. So, so what you're saying is focusing on the long-term desired outcome rather than just focusing on the immediate desire. I think that's a great way to put it. Okay. Yeah, it's like if, if things are hard or you're feeling that resistance to accept your, your environment, mm-hmm. like, you know, let go of that that momentary hardship yes. and, and then think of the exciting future, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. It sounds like 
the opposite of being present, but it's not because, you know, being present is is you tapping into your emotions. And yeah. so I think that's kind of how you can acknowledge or recognize some of that resistance. It's the driving metaphor. You know what I mean? Like being present right. is, right. you know, you do have to check in the rear view mirror and you also have an ultimate destination that you're driving towards, but you have to be present with what you are doing yes. in the very moment to drive safely right. to that you, destination. I, I love that. And great, great callback to that. So, but maybe you can just share briefly what are some of the things that that are helpful to let go of in order for you to accept like on those nights where you're exhausted you've had like four hours of sleep and you have to get up and mom and then get ready for school again and do that all over like yeah what are some of those things that you have to let go of to accept i think i have to let go of a desire for constant comfort Hmm. Which is desirable. Like, it sounds nice to always be comfy, but, like, the truth is, for this season of life, we are making a sacrifice of sleep and time and money and different things so I can be in school right now. And it's, like, one of the things we're sacrificing is just our comfy life. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you and I, we don't get to talk very much right now. And it's hard because we love talking to each other. But That's why I had to make you come (laughs) on the episode tonight. (laughs) This is our opportunity to speak to each other. Um, But, yeah, like, we don't get as much sleep. We don't get as much time together. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Financially, you know, putting me in school, that was a financial sacrifice for us. You know, some different things, but it's like... Yeah, it's the ultimately what we wanted is worth the sacrifice we're going through right now to gain that. Well, and I love that perspective that everything is a trade-off. Like, maybe you want comfort. Maybe there's a season of life where you value comfort more. Yeah, and it would be the right season to prioritize that. With that comfort, though, is the trade-off of of growth. And if we wanted comfort right now, we would be missing out on a lot of really neat opportunities. Mm -hmm. I think this is a great segue into the story that I want you to share. Okay. If, if you're up for it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about letting go of comfort. I think this is a great example of that where, you know, putting yourself out there can be scary, mm-hmm. but you are putting yourself out there uh, so much right now with being in school, but then not just being in school, but you are taking advantage of the opportunity to have a, a world-class chef instructing you and, and you're going the extra mile. So I want you to share... I want to share how you're uh, going the extra mile. Okay. So I, yeah, this is like such a unique opportunity. And so I, I remember listening to someone speak about how they once um, got to be educated by like one of the world's leading math scholars. And this particular teacher was like really mean and would always like make fun of the kids that ask questions. And so he had this teacher for like three years and he never asked any questions or got like any answers wrong because he didn't want to be like ridiculed in front of this teacher. But he got to the end of this experience and there was a student that asked questions every day and got like ridiculed by this teacher every day. But he got one-on-one tutoring from this teacher for those like three years. And anyway, that story stuck with me. And so I have been trying to imitate that student that was willing to potentially be mocked or whatever by the teacher by baking a lot of stuff and bringing it in to have my teacher critique it. And um, 
So I brought a first thing in, and it went really well. He really enjoyed it. What was the first thing you brought him it to? Was, it was sourdough. Yeah. Sourdough bread. And um, he had really positive feedback. And I brought a second thing in. So well, hang on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I got to brag, brag you up here for a minute. Okay. Not only did he like the sourdough, he, like, brought it around to other – didn't he – wasn't there another instructor? There was another, yeah. Yeah, she's being humble here. <laughs> but but this is this sets up the next part of the story, though. Yeah, Because it was, he loved it, and it was a great experience. You were feeling good. Sorry, yeah, yeah. then what happened? So – but then I brought a, a second item in, and I was a little nervous about this. And I wasn't – I was, like, still trying to decide as I was going into class, like, am I even going to have him? Like, I didn't feel like it was ready yet. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. And I had him try And he literally spit it out. <laughs> like, he literally spit it out. He wouldn't even chew it and swallow it. And and there was a little part of me that was, like, <laughs> flustered and embarrassed. Like, oh, gosh. Like, this is heinous. You know what I mean? And, like, it's not like we were in, like, some private space. You know, like, this is in front of all of my fellow students. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, but... Just spitting it out in front of your classmates. <laughs> but I really am grateful because, like, I'm not in culinary school to not improve and progress. You know what I mean? I'm there because I really want to learn. And that is so different from my normal self. I'm very much a perfectionist and I love to not show things to anyone until I have it just right and perfected and so everyone can be wowed by it and all the stuff. And But it has been really freeing and nice actually to be like, you know what, like let's just focus on growth and not be so concerned with having everything just right and just perfect. And it's been so neat to see how that's translating into so many different areas of my life right now. It's like lighting a fire in all the different areas to just care less about messing up and not being just right all the time, you know? Well, and to see the growth firsthand, because I get a front row seat to the growth and the journey you're on. And I will tell everyone listening right now, it has been the coolest thing as a spouse to see your partner just going big, leaving that comfort zone behind, like way behind. You can't even see it in the rear view mirror. <laughs> I don't know if we're in the panic zone yet or not. I'd say there are days we are. There, there's moments of panic. <laughs> but but we're trying to stay in the growth zone. Yeah. But it's it's so cool because like you said, it is snowballing and you yeah. are getting momentum. And I love this concept of asking questions. Yeah. Even if you feel dumb asking them. Yes. That, oh, that's a good play of the week. This that's is the play of the week. Play of the week. Ask a question that you are afraid to ask on your journey to growth and learning. Is that I a good play it. of the week? It's so good. <laughs> well, and that's what you're doing. And the the additional mentoring you've had, because you not only are bringing big things in for him to try, during class you're asking extra questions. Yeah, I try to ask like as many questions as I can. Like anytime I do have a question, I don't know, I'm always tempted to be like, oh gosh, did is this a dumb question or, or whatever? But it's like, this is, I don't know, who cares? This is life. Let's grow. Let's do this. Yes. Oh, I love it. Play theory. Well, we are past our 15-minute oh, mark. <laughs> They're so easy to talk to. I know. No, but we got to keep talking. This is our only chance. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> oh, this was really fun. Life is crazy, but it's also exciting. It is. And I wouldn't change a thing. It mm-hmm. is so fun to be on this journey. And we would not be... We would not be here without play theory. <laughs> that is for sure. And just being able to be, you know, my new big boy job and, and getting back into that and learning and growing and you doing culinary school and then us working toward opening a bakery and all that that entails. We didn't even really get into that, but that's like a whole a whole separate <laughs> list of things that's uh, really pushing us. But I know that letting go of those expectations and of the past and just focusing on the exciting future is really helping us uh, letting go of that pride and the comfort zone and Mm -hmm. just being bold asking questions willing to not get it right being willing to mess up in life yes oh that's so powerful and leaning into curiosity that's been a recurring theme over the past couple of months on the podcast uh, that kind of comes in but be curious let that curiosity inspire you feed the curiosity yeah. and and let that lead you out of your comfort zone that is um a really good principle i think to pull from this conversation but you're lovely i love you i like your beard Ooh, <laughs> my beard's <laughs> my beard's looking pretty good i don't know if you follow on social media but it's getting longer again but uh anyway everything's staying in because we're letting go of our <laughs> Of our perfectionism. That's really hard for me, especially when I have a descript and it just zaps all the filler words and stuff. Likes and ums and... Yep. All the pauses. You're going to get everything. So anyway, this is amazing. This is fun and different. Hopefully you enjoyed the conversation. Abria, my love, thanks for joining me. Thank you for inviting me. Have a great week, everyone. And as always, remember that happiness is a skill. And and life is a team sport. We'll see you next week. Oh, that was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I was praying that I got that right. (laughs) You did. You nailed it. And this is all staying in. Everything. Nailed it.